It's Thursday, December 21, 2017. Without objection, the motion to reconsider is laid upon the table. A reprieve for renewable energy, but not for disaster victims in Republicans' massive tax bill. This bill basically pays for the tax cuts for corporations and millionaires by requiring drilling in our nation's most iconic national wildlife refuge. GOP achieves their dream of drilling in Alaska's pristine Anwar. Australia finds renewable energy more reliable than coal. Plus, what was once a paradise was like a war zone. California's Thomas Fire, now second largest in state history. All of those war zones and more straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Suck it, snowflakes. <laughs> Next, we're coming for their electric cars. We're going to make them run on elephant blood. Merry Christmas. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, they've been trying to do it for decades. They just couldn't stand all that oil staying in the ground, no matter how pristine the land was above it. One of the least discussed disasters from the GOP uh, tax bill. Yeah, in Congressional Republicans' massive $1.5 trillion tax cut bill for the wealthy and corporations, they did finally achieve that long-held dream of opening the pristine Alaska National Wildlife Refuge, known as ANWR, to oil and gas drilling. We have ANWR. We're going to start drilling in ANWR. That over the objections of Native Americans, ecologists, conservationists, and the majority of Alaskans and the nation in general. On the Senate floor prior to the vote, Washington State Democratic Senator Maria Cantwell begged Republicans to preserve the wildlife refuge, not destroy it. We should not be turning it into an oil field. What we're doing today is taking a step towards destroying it. But it may take years before drilling begins, and Senate Democrats and environmental groups have vowed to stop it in the meantime. The Republicans' tax bill also eliminates a personal tax deduction for people who suffer uninsured losses in natural disasters, like the record hurricanes and wildfires that have impacted millions of Americans in 2017 alone. That is, unless the president declares a federal disaster, which ends up not actually applying to most extreme weather disasters. The president is a federal disaster. Renewable energy, however, got a bit of a reprieve. Republicans left crucial tax credits for big wind and solar energy projects largely intact. Those are phasing out anyway in five years. But the fossil fuel industry's billions in permanent taxpayer subsidies remain. Of course. Meanwhile, in California, the massive Thomas Fire in Southern California's Ventura and Santa Barbara County counties has now grown to be the second largest fire in state history and is on track to become the largest. And it bears reiterating that this is happening in the middle of winter, that these huge fires used to happen in the middle of summer in the hot season. Now they're happening all year around. And now it's the second largest fire in state history, I guess. Number one is not far away. The U.S. Drought Monitor this week announced more than 40 percent of California is now abnormally dry, with mountain snowpack at about a third of normal. An Associated Press analysis found a, quote, significant increase in the numbers and sizes of fires in the state and noted that this year's fires have burned more than double the acreage than last year's record fires. 
But there is some good news. In Arizona's Grand Canyon country, an appeals court has upheld a 20-year ban on new uranium mining claims on public lands that are adjacent to Grand Canyon National Park. In New York, Governor Andrew Cuomo has endorsed a push by the state's $200 billion pension fund to divest from all fossil fuel investments. And in Australia, a major coal-fired power plant in New South Wales tripped on Monday. It's the fourth coal-fired power plant to fail without a warning in a week in Australia amid a record heat wave. Tesla's new big battery in South Australia, however, jumped into action as intended and prevented a blackout in that region. Australia's official energy task force has now recommended more renewable energy and battery storage be installed to make the grid more resilient. So that was the world's largest battery that Elon Musk and Tesla just installed in Australia? Yeah. And it already came in handy with the failure of this coal plant? Yep, more reliable than coal. That is a little bit of good news. Finally, in stark contrast to the Australian government's push to increase coal exports, the world's biggest coal port in Newcastle, Australia, just announced this week it is shifting away from reliance on coal in order to diversify the port's traffic. The port's new chairman called the long-term outlook for coal, quote, a threat to the port as world demand for Australia's coal continues to decline. I think that's good news too, right? Yes. All right, then I'm getting out before something breaks again. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find us, follow us, and share us worldwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. From Desi and me to you and yours, Merry Christmas to all. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyle. And this has been your Green News Report. Icicles on each troughs and tinsel on the tree, but it's a green Christmas for me.